Hi friends and welcome to Live Life Well, the podcast. Our mission is to empower millennials to thrive and not just survive so that they can live a life full of purpose, joy and delight. My name is Amy and I'll be sharing the life-giving practices and lessons I've learned on this journey of failing forward. We'll be talking about how to balance your career, business and passions while maintaining your physical, mental and spiritual health. I'm dedicated to sharing from a place of authenticity and I'm going to give you VIP access to my conversations with wise mentors and guests. My hope is that by the end of each of these episodes, you'll have something you can apply to your life so that you can live it well. I hope this also just feels like we're sitting across from each other in a cafe over a nice cup of coffee or your favorite beverage and having a chat like old friends. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this special edition of Live Life Well, the podcast. I thought that it was very important, given current world events, to pause our series on the six dimensions of health and just address, I think, how people are feeling right now. Today is the 6th of June, 2020. And in the last week, we have seen a lot of a lot of things unfold i guess on our tv screens obviously if you are listening to this in real time we've seen rioting and protests as a result of the murder of george floyd this past week has also been national reconciliation week in australia and it has brought racial um, or racism to the surface and it's not that it wasn't there to begin with but I think that because of recent events it has brought it to the surface and when you think about this in 2020 this is kind of like the next thing that is being confronted in the world so in Australia we had the bushfires at the start in January February And then it was coronavirus, COVID, that, you know, we went into lockdown from March and only slowly seeing um, the lowering of some restrictions here in Australia. But obviously there's other parts of the world that are suffering still. Um, And then with the riots and there's actually protests today here in uh, Melbourne as well around um, the Black Lives Matter movement and Yeah, it can seem very overwhelming and I know that in my conversations with other people that often we almost don't know how to feel um, and we can become kind of um, desensitised because we say we watch movies that has a lot of violence and we watch, um, you know, distressing things sometimes as part of entertainment and now when we see things happen in real life, we're like, oh, how do we feel about this? And how do we actually move forward and not just let this um, horrible tragedy of someone losing their life uh, at the hands of police um, be just like a blip on, you know, our calendar. And, you know, we, we just post that black square and stand in solidarity with and move on with our lives. 
I think that at least in the communities that I'm moving in, that we want to think more broadly, that we don't want this just to be, like I said, just something that is sensationalized by the media. Um, and, you know, we get swept up in, um, in the hype of it all. And then we just move on like the next day as if nothing has happened. Like, I think it's important to just take a moment to pause and really think about what, um, yeah, like what can we actually do when we see injustice in the world? So I just want to make it clear uh, from the outset, because I know that it's definitely a point of contention. And I realize that there may be some people who listen to this podcast and you may have very strong views and disagree with how I've approached it. I will just say that I am not um, African-American. I am not an Indigenous Australian. Um, my nationality, as you would probably know, is I am Asian, um, Asian-born, uh, Australian-born Chinese, you could say. So I was born here in Australia. So I don't come from a place of personally experiencing the trauma that Aboriginal Australians, Indigenous Australians, all African-American um, people experience. But I come from a place of, you know, humbly as a person, part of the human race. And there are some things that we can definitely be very clear on. Um, and I am taking a risk because look, this is a new podcast. So, and talking about something so like, it's not controversial, but there seems to be so many different voices. It's very easy to get overwhelmed, like I said, by it all. But I just wanted to, I guess, share my perspective and yeah, just be open, having, having an open dialogue about these matters and actually bringing it to the surface is something that I feel is quite important during these this particular season. So there's been um, some kind of backlash, I guess, when people have said Black Lives Matter. Um, and some people have responded with All Lives Matter. And honestly, like that was my initial view because I believe that all lives matter. But, um, you know, and from someone from a faith background, like I believe that every single person is created in the image of the ultimate creator. And so, you know, we're image bearers and we should, you know, love and respect each other in that way. However, during this particular season and just generally now that as I've educated myself is that we need to focus on the people who are really disenfranchised, who are being um, taken advantage of, I guess, in the system as a whole. And so that is why, you know, Black Lives Matter right now. And um, people of um, minority groups, um, their lives matter right now because they're the ones whose lives are being taken. And I saw this picture and this, again, it's not to say that like if you, your, if the color of your skin is not black right now, that your life doesn't matter. Of course it matters. If there was, you know, a white person, an Asian person, an Indian person, um, any kind of person who had been murdered, I guess, in the same way that George Floyd had been murdered, um, then, 
we would all have outrage around it because we all innately know that life should not be taken away in that fashion um, or by anyone really like we shouldn't take the lives of other people so um so that's you know that's definitely not um something that we need to debate about like life is precious um but i guess a picture that i saw recently or a cartoon that someone shared with me was that if someone's house is currently on fire you're going to go and help with putting that fire out um you know of course some people will be like no you know i don't need i only just need to worry about my house right now and then i'm just going to um you know continue to spray water on it to make sure that it doesn't catch on fire because that's that's what I need to do but reality is that if we see a house on fire we want to go you know call nine one um call triple zero or nine one one if you're from the states and put that fire out because that's where the issue is and that's where the problem is so that's kind of i guess what my view on this whole um topic is at the moment that's the overarching thing is that yes every you know we believe that humanity and everyone's life does matter but right now black lives matter because there are some systemic problems and um some real issues that require further attention and um i guess we need to bring those issues to the surface so that we can deal with it so i just wanted to share kind of four things that have come out of this period of time that i think might help um those who are listening to this podcast kind of process and to work out what's the next step forward how can we make sure that this is not just a blip in our calendar um, and they're just really short kind of things that all start with l to make it easy for you um, so let's just get into it number one is to look so what does that mean <laughs> to look means to not uh, ignore what's going on in the world um, but to really look at the hard things look at what is actually going on to not turn away um, to the suffering of others or to injustice but to really look it in the eye and yes it is difficult and often i know even for myself that when things are difficult sometimes we our natural tendency is just to distract ourselves and to think of something else or to do something else but for these issues of injustice um, we we really need to take the time to look and to feel i guess the pain of others to acknowledge that this is not something that we can solve overnight either that's going to take a collective effort of addressing systemic like racism and um, these uh, inequalities in our world so my like i said the first thing uh, first step i guess to moving towards that is to actually look and to actually see to feel to try to understand the pain that people are going through right now the second thing is to learn um, to educate yourself like in the last week i've been um, listening to speeches i've been um, reading about um you know the history around um, I guess African American uh, disadvantages over the years, the many deaths at police um, at the hands of police that were senseless, and you know, just um, no, no matter what, like their background might have been, like you know, the 
there have been reports and I don't know what is right or wrong sometimes in the media, but no matter what someone has done in their past, like to, we need to treat them with dignity and with humanity as well. So learning about um, what's happened in the past is so important. So um, I have watched, um, and not just in this week, but previously, um, there's a really great movie that's out called Just Mercy, um, which, uh, and then another series on Netflix called When They See Us. So if that is, if learning from videos and movies is a lot easier for you, it's kind of an easier entry point perhaps than instead of reading some really dense material, then maybe that's a good way to get started. But yeah, just to really start learning about what's going on in the world and how people are being, um, yeah, like the inequality, inequality, like I said. Um, in terms of Aboriginal um, and Indigenous Australian kind of history as well, like just to read about the many deaths that have happened in since 1991, at least, um, I think there's 400 plus deaths um, in police custody, if I'm correct, and there's been no convictions. Um, and yeah, so that's one thing to think about. Um, the Justice Conference, which I went to last year in 2019, also has a lot of good resources that you can go and look into. Um, in Australia as well, I know there's um, another organisation that is doing great work. It's called Common Grace Australia. Um, Brooke Prentice is the CEO there and she is a great leader amongst Aboriginal Australians. Um, so yeah, I would definitely go um, and have a look at what they're doing as well. So we've got look, learn. The next one is to listen. And this is really closely linked with learning, but to actually talk to people who are Aboriginal of Aboriginal descent or, or African American, and to really like just under like to sit with them in a way, um, because I know personally myself I don't have any African American friends at least in Australia. I have connected with some people overseas, and I'm intending to really just want to learn from them and to listen to other speakers. Um, yeah, just to hear like their stories, because I think there's something really powerful about a lived experience and to hear it from someone who has lived through like um, racism, or racism as well as um, the injustice of it all. So yeah, so as part of this podcast, kind of going into, I guess, what we'll do in our next episode is I'm going to sit down with two of um, some ladies that I know who uh, one is of Aboriginal descent and one is Samoan. And so we're going to just talk a little bit around racism and reconciliation. What does reconciliation look like? So that's going to be coming up and that's a way of, I guess, for me to listen to others, to listen to their stories and then work out how can we move forward. So we've got look, look, learn, listen. And the last one is to love. I think love is... Um, a word that gets thrown around a lot um, and I do often think like how can we actually love our neighbor how can we love the people who are hurting and in pain and some very practical ways that we can do that is to support organizations that are um, already doing some really good work so there's like the aboriginal um legal services in Australia. I'll probably put some links here in this post. Um, there are Aboriginal artists, there's businesses that we can support as well. 
And uh, that is one way we can show uh, practically that we're showing our support for them and our love for them. There's also obviously the opportunity to speak out about these issues um, and to not stay silent because I think that even for myself, I know that um, I've come to understand that staying silent is actually almost in agreement. Like when we stand by and see someone suffering and we don't do anything about it, that's as if we are in agreement with what's going on and that we don't care. So, you know, a great way to, to love is actually to speak out, whether it's on your um, personal, in your personal community, in, um, on social media, um, just use whatever's in your hand in order to speak out against injustice. Another way in which we can love others is to actually address their own prejudices and the racism that exists within us. And I think after you've kind of looked, you've learnt, you've listened, like hopefully that will create some change in your own heart and for us to recognise our own biases as well. And then have those conversations at home, address these at, in like at your home base, because I think until, and I've seen a little um, picture around this, is like until you know, things happen in here um, and change happens in here, in our hearts and in our homes. Um, it can't change the world. We have to, it has to start from a place of personal conviction and personal uh, reflection. I think um, the things that are, um, that need to change basically. So I thought I'd just finish this episode by sharing a few words from um, someone, a post that I saw on Instagram. It's by this person called Leslie Dwight and it's kind of a poem or um, a little bit of a reflection I guess on 2020. So this person says what if 2020 isn't cancelled? What if 2020 is the year we've actually been waiting for? A year so uncomfortable, so painful, so scary, so raw that it finally forces us to grow. A year that screamed so loud, finally awakening us from our ignorant slumber. A year we finally accept the need for change. Declare change, work for change, become the change. A year we finally band together instead of pushing each other further apart. 2020 isn't cancelled, but rather the most important year of them all. What a great perspective. Thank you for listening to this podcast and I look forward to sharing more with you in the next episode. Take care, everyone.